without taking time for yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of everyone else. You know, when your batteries are low, you're not able to give your full charge to everybody else. When my son was diagnosed with leukemia, my world was crashing down. Not only did my mind respond negatively and couldn't process what was happening, but my body and skin went haywire too. Of course, at the time of his diagnosis, I didn't care what I looked like, nor did I have any energy to focus on anything else but him and his needs. However, once our family was able to come up for air, I slowly began to allow myself to take time for me. I was able to reestablish some self-care habits and develop a good skincare routine. Danielle was able to help me with the first step back into self-care, and for that I am forever grateful. Since we are both busy moms and have crazy schedules, I must tell you, at some point during this podcast, you will probably hear my son and my husband make a special appearance in the background, but hey, that's mom life, and I hope you can laugh along with it too. And now, without further ado, I'm happy to welcome Danielle Vinton onto the show. Enjoy. So hello, everyone. Welcome uh, to another podcast of All Mama Care. I am super excited to be able to talk to one of my longtime friends, Danielle. Hello, Danielle. Hello. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. My pleasure. Um, you are a very, very busy mom, and I just want to thank you so much for making the time to come on the podcast and talk with us all about skincare. I'm so excited to be here, and I'm so happy that I get a chance to help some other moms. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you are the expert. Um, so let's kind of give a little bit of background about um, the focus of today's podcast. Um I had the pleasure of bumping into Danielle after how many years was years was it Danielle like Oh my gosh it was probably like 10 <laughs> We've been out of high we went to high school together and we were at an event and um we bumped into each other and Danielle just launched a skincare business and she was nice enough to offer me a complimentary facial. So of course I couldn't refuse and we just kind of like picked up where we left off. So I'm just so excited that the universe brought us together, Danielle. Thank you so much. That is so true. It really did bring us right back together. Definitely. So the focus today, um, what I really um, am excited to talk about is learning more about skincare. You know, Ollie's diagnosis, everything gets out of whack. Your skin, your hydration levels, exercise, everything just is thrown for a loop. And when Danielle was able to offer me a facial, I seriously felt like, Danielle, you, you just healed my heart in a way mm. that I couldn't provide self-care to myself. Yeah. And I know we're getting heavy real fast, but I think it's really important um, that you know that you really were able to provide me just a kindness and open-heartedness that was, it was very hard at the time for me to even be kind to myself, as weird as yeah. that sounds. 
Um, so it's more than just skincare that we're talking about here, ladies. We're talking about, and men too, we're talking about self-care through whatever your child is going through and being the best caregiver that you can be. And part of that is taking time for you. Without taking time for yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of everyone else. You know, when your batteries are low, you're not able to give your full charge to everybody else. Let's dive in. Let's talk a little bit um, about skincare, and then maybe, uh, Danielle, you can talk about how it affects us, um, how stress affects our skin, and then we can even take it a little bit further and talk about some easy self-care tips that people can, can do, whether they're at home or in the hospital. How does that sound? Great. Okay. Great. Cool. So um, before I before we um, kind of dive into that, I do just want to give a little disclaimer um, and just highlight that this discussion is for caregivers, and any and all skincare suggestions should not be tested on the individual that's undergoing cancer treatment, unless you're given approval by your oncologist team. Um, many of you moms and dads know that any of the um, kids that are going through treatment, their skin is going to be super sensitive to light or lotions or scents or things like that. So please consult your oncologist team before you begin any skincare treatment uh, to the person undergoing chemotherapy. Um, but other than that, all these tips are really good for caregivers. So Danielle, I'm going to turn the mic over to you, and if you could just kind of give our audience a little bit of background about how you started with skincare and um, why, you know, you got into it in the first place. Sounds good. So basically, um, I developed a passion for skincare at a pretty young age while I was dealing with my own um, skin issues and. Um, it kind of just grew into a real passion of mine, but I'm also a real nurturer um, and a caregiver. So I not only love to deal with skin issues and kind of get to the bottom of what's going on with a person, but it's so much more to me than just the skin. You know, it's the person, it's what they're going through in their personal life that might be affecting their skin. And, you know, I love to really develop a relationship with every client, you know, I have a love for every single person I see. Um, and I really do care and want to see, you know, their skin glowing, but also kind of them glowing internally. So, um, you know, that's really the bottom of it. And you completely did that for me. And I'm forever grateful because you really, with the business that you're in and the service that you're providing, you really are helping to heal people from the inside out. And it sounds weird because, again, we're talking about skin. It's on the outside. But the way that you were able to provide me the facial and just have a, a moment of quiet in a world yeah. of chaos was really, really something that has just stuck out in my mind. Um, so again, I want to thank you so much for that, Danielle. So you're so welcome. And I'm so glad that, you know, that goal of mine to really, um, care for you actually, you know, did help like I was, I was hoping. So thank, thank you so much. So let's, um, if we could, let's talk a little bit about the mind body connection with self-care, specifically talking about skincare. 
how can we think kind of in layman's terms, because I know there's a lot of jargon um, with the different layers of our skin, but can you just kind of give us like high level of how going through like a traumatic situation, like a cancer diagnosis could affect um, some uh, caregivers uh, skin and how different reactions may occur and um, what we can do to kind of like ease that inflammation. Yeah. So yeah, basically, you know, the bottom line is that stress. We'll be right back. Let me let you in on a little secret. I knew nothing about podcasting before I got started. I use anchor.fm because it's super easy. Three top reasons why I use it is because number one, it's free. I don't have to pay anything for it. Number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit the podcast right in the platform. And number three, Anchor will actually distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard wherever podcasts are listened to. So download the free Anchor app or go over to anchor.fm to get started and get your ideas out of your head and out into the world. Internally actually does cause it's directly related with the skin and it's all due to the inflammation that it causes. So it can cause premature aging. It can cause acne. It can cause eczema, psoriasis. I mean, the skin is the largest organ in the body. So anything that's going on internally will eventually present itself on the skin. And it's funny because like you don't really think about, you know, your skin breaking out when you're going through something that's really hard and, and really traumatizing and then until it hits you after, you know, after the fact, after you've kind of like gone through the brain fog. Um, so, you know, and actually I was sharing with Danielle, uh, before we started recording one of the articles that I found, um, mind skin connections in, um, a Harvard study, and it's really interesting. And Danielle, I don't know if you have come across this, but there's actually a field called psychodermatology. Yeah. Um, and it's people who visit clinicians for a skin condition that often have psychological problems. And by mm-hmm. problems, I mean there are issues that are going on that um, can have the skin react in different ways. And exactly. I never knew that. I, th- I just find that so fascinating that there's actually a field of study called that. Yeah. So, I mean, you can buy all the products. You can have a great skincare regimen. You can get your facials. But unless you're getting to the bottom line of what's causing the inflammation in your skin, you know, you can use products that are going to calm inflammation, but if you're just continuing to have those stress hormones raging through your body, um, you know, they're not going to do the job that they could if you could really get to the bottom line of, you know, what is causing that internal issue. And you had talked about, you know, when we're stressed, you started talking about some of the stress hormones that are released in our bodies. Can you kind of just explain high level what those hormones are, and then how our skin reacts to those hormones? Yeah. So for instance, the main stress hormone is cortisol. Okay. So, um, 
that does end up causing inflammation in our skin and that impairs the barrier of our skin. So the barrier is really what protects our skin from the loss of hydration. It prevents our body from being able to fight against infection. Um, And it also breaks down the collagen. So loss of collagen and the loss of elastin in our skin is what ends up causing the wrinkles. Oh, so the old wives' tale is true that you do get wrinkles when you're stressed. (laughs) It's so true. It really is. Wow. Um, that, that's crazy. I mean, you think of like laugh lines. I always try to think positive. You think of the laugh lines and and stuff like that, but you know, for extended, for being, um, in a stressful state, that fight or flight state for an extended period of time, that makes sense that those extra stress hormones, um, would start to kind of break down everything on your skin and and that makes sense. So um, thanks so much for explaining that. Yeah, so um, the androgen, the the androgen hormones also um, are released when you're stressed and that um, can increase the sebum production in your uh, your follicles. So you want your, your hair follicle to be nice and clean from debris, dirt, oil so that the cells can kind of desquamate up to the surface. But when you're producing too much oil, it's mixing with the dead skin cells and they're kind of getting clogged right up at the surface. Oh, Um, okay. So the pressure builds up and really that's just a breeding ground for clogging and acne. Okay. Can we... And then you add the inflammation from the cortisol and, you know, you're then dealing with just just a perfect storm, really. Can you kind of back up? Because I am not, I, I do not know what an androgen hormone is. Can you kind of explain that in layman's terms? Yeah, so like testosterone. Okay, okay. And so, and the sebum production, what is that? That is the oil production okay. in our skin. So when we have excess levels of that, like you said, we have yes. the hair follicles um, that can multiply and then move up to the surface of the skin too fast and they become sticky and that's how we get clogged pores. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Okay. Exactly. All right. Okay. So the more that we can, I guess, I always think in terms of like detoxing, um, I don't know if that's the right terminology, but the more that we can keep our pores clean and open and continue to drink water and kind of like flush out our system, the better. Yes, yes. And the more oxygen we can get into our skin, you know, that's going to also allow the pores to um, stay clear as well. Awesome. Um, I was also looking too, because I was trying to do my research, because again, I don't know that much about the connection between stress and skin response, um, but I did find another really cool medical study, um, the brain and skin connection, stress, inflammation, and skin aging, and that one was really, really technical, um, but I thought it was interesting, just kind of high level. Um, they were talking pretty much about the same thing that you're talking about, Danielle, just the relationship between stress and the skin um, 
has been documented since ancient times, and we're continuously trying to figure out, um, you know, what is the trigger to the trauma that we're going through, but then how does the body try to adapt to that stress? Mm -hmm. And certainly with me, you know, it was breakouts and just everything, my whole equilibrium being off um, when I was in that that very um, delicate state of um, early in the diagnosis. Um, Mm -hmm. I have a question though. Do you think... um, like genetics plays any part in people's, you know, prone to acne or different like skin conditions prior to anything that is stressful in their lives? There's obviously a lot that goes into that, but, you know, certain skin types are more prone to dryness, certain skin types are more oily. So, you know, a drier skin is going to be more genetically prone to aging quicker versus an oilier skin that's going to be more prone to acne. So based on those genetic factors, you really want to kind of gear your skincare regimen specific to your skin's needs. Now, how do you know? I mean, obviously, you kind of know if your skin's dry or if it's oily, but are there any other categories of, I guess, there's different categories of skin? Like there's dry, there's oily. um... There's also combination, which is kind of a mixture of both. Okay. So, you know, an oilier skin is going to be mostly oily in that T-zone, but they're also going to be oily on the cheeks. Really, that's like the type of person that's going to, you know, feel the oil on their face, you know, halfway through the day. A dry skin, you you know that you have dry skin. A combination skin, you're kind of oily in the T-zone, but then you've got like a dry cheek. Okay. So it's pretty easy to identify what type of skin you have and and I would also I would also always say you know yeah. if you have any question as to what kind of skin type you have go to your local esthetician and have them analyze your skin because they can really tell you exactly what's going on now that's that's so awesome that you said that because I feel like I certainly think you know an esthetician oh I'm going for a facial or you know I know what type of service I want um, right. but I don't, I really don't, I know nothing about skincare. Right. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. Um, but that's nice to hear that that is a service where you can not just think, oh, I have to go to the dermatologist, but I can go to an esthetician and they can t- analyze my skin. And then from there, they can kind of provide different suggestions for different services. Absolutely. So there's always time in a facial to analyze the skin and kind of decide from there what the skin really needs. And and everyone's skin changes, you know, based on the season, based on what's going on in their life. Um, so what some someone needs, you know, in September might not be what they need in November. That's a good point. That's a really good point. And, you know, it's so funny because right before we hopped on this podcast, I applied some chapstick and you don't really think like your lips are part of your skincare regimen, but Mm -hmm. when you're in the hospital for an extended amount of time, I, I would do anything for my chapstick. 
And, oh, I'm, I believe that, yeah. <laughs> and I have a special type of chapstick that I really like to use. And that is one tip that, you know, again, it's something that you kind of like overlook. But when you're living in a hospital and the air is really dry, you know, having, and, and this is kind of like leading into, you know, my next topic um, about easy self-care tips in the hospital, um, because when you're in the hospital, you're living out of a bag. Danielle, I have a couple tips that I did when I was in the hospital, but I'm sorry, guys. You can probably hear Ollie in the background. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to take a tub. He just wants to keep playing. <laughs> but anyway, um, but when we were in the hospital, some of the things that were really helpful for me is again just to have you know the chapstick that I really like. I had some really nice lotion in my purse, um, and uh, just being able to, you know, have our oil diffuser and have, um, a little bit of moisture in the room was really, really nice. Um, and those things were really nice for me, but I'm wondering, Danielle, if you can kind of like give, um, our audience some little quick tips on what they can do, um, in the hospital. Absolutely. So if you're there for an extended period of time, um, having, you know, your basics for your skincare regimen, um, that is what I would consider a necessity. So, you know, a cleanser, a toner, a serum, eye cream, moisturizer, absolutely a moisturizer. Um, the chapstick, a hand cream is great um, because that dry air really does take a toll on your face as well as your whole body. So, um I, have a I quick, love. I have a quick question. With Hold essential on. oils, Dan, Danielle, I got a quick question. What is the difference between a cream and a serum? Um, so a serum is a more concentrated active ingredient product. So a serum would be layered under your moisturizer. Okay, so you would want to put you would want to wash your face and then put the serum on first as a base and then put the moisturizer over it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and that just, like, locks in everything? Yeah, so basically, you know, say you're dealing with, um, you're you're wanting to use an anti-aging product, so you're going to get an anti-aging serum versus someone who's dealing with acne. They're going to get a, a serum that's, you know, more of an exfoliation for, you know, an acneic skin. Okay. So you were get. Uh, sorry, I interrupted, but <laughs> I don't know if you can hear Ollie, but he's shouting that I he's... Can't. He's getting a pacifier. (laughs) Anyway, so, um, yeah, you know, we were kind of talking a little bit, kind of brainstorming before we hopped on the podcast, but some things that people can do when they're in the hospital is simply grabbing like a bucket. um, And Danielle had suggested um, just putting some hot water in it and then um, putting some essential oils in the water, a couple of drops, and then putting a towel over that, um, putting your face under and then putting the towel over to kind of like... Yeah, so the the towel will lock in all of that steam. And not only are you breathing in the essential oils, but that steam is going to open up your pores. It's going to soften your skin. If you, you know, were able to um, use a nice face mask under there or an exfoliant, um, let it sit on the skin, it would really um, not only feel wonderful, but 
have some real skincare benefits in there too. Yeah. And it's so funny because like you think outside the hospital, oh, that makes complete sense. But when you're in the hospital, these things don't pop in your head. You're like, oh, I'll make a spa night in the hospital. But I, that's the reason why I wanted to do this podcast and and just kind of give some really easy tips that don't require a lot of preparation or a lot of money, you know, to yeah. invest in. And that's an awesome tip. And, you know, if we ever have to go back to the hospital, it's nice to have that in my toolkit. So Danielle, thank you for that suggestion because again, it's so easy. Um, and what, it feels lovely. Yeah. <laughs> it really and, and it's so funny because when Ollie was diagnosed, my sister gave me one of those um, masks that are like in a bag and then you open it up and you put it on your face. Yeah. And it's funny because I wanted to do the facial, but Again, at that point, I didn't even want to be kind to myself. So mm. I actually had it tucked away in a drawer for a couple of months before I actually did it. Mm. And that's the level that I was at. And right. I think it's important to recognize that when you're going through it, when you're going through the heaviness of the diagnosis, this self-care stuff takes a back seat and that is okay. That's totally okay. And when you feel like you're ready to do some of these things and you can have a moment to kind of like say, you know what, I need five minutes to just get myself together and do a quick spa five minute treatment, mommy treatment in the bathroom, then, and that's, that's why we're talking about some of these tips. So, you know, if you're in it, if you're in the thick of it and this is going by the wayside, just know that you have this in your toolkit and Danielle's got your back. So mm-hmm. we got your back. Um, and- I was thinking, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of like a, one of those um, jade rollers or rose quartz. It's um, it's a, it's a little roll. It's a, it has a stone on it and you roll it over your face and it's really, really good for, reducing inflammation, helping the product to really penetrate into the skin. It helps with lymphatic drainage, so it's going to reduce puffiness. Oh, wow. Um, But you could, if you have a refrigerator in your hospital room, you could put that in the fridge. You could just rub that on your skin gently, um, like in the eye area especially, um, and that'll help to sort of kind of tighten everything up and improve your complexion and get the blood flowing back into the, you know, the surface of the skin. Um, and again, it also feels really great. Now, where would one get that item? Um, you could, I mean, you can get them on Amazon. Okay. You can get them at, you know, a specialty skincare store. Or through um, their you esthetician. You probably get them at gift shops. Okay. Because when I came in for a facial, um, I noticed that you had it off to the side. And I was really curious. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> so yes. thank you for explaining it. So you said it's either the jade one or quartz? Yeah, rose quartz or okay. jade. Um, is there a difference? Not really. Okay. So it doesn't matter what type of skin you have. Either one is good to just... Yeah, you'll benefit from both. Um, and we had talked about chapstick and I had talked a little bit about having my oil diffuser in the room. 
Um, again, like I'm, I don't have my face right in the oil diffuser, but it's a nice scent and um, it, again, adds moisture to the room. And every nurse that walked in was like, wow, your room smells the best. <laughs> so yes, that was kind of nice. It really does have an effect on your whole body. Mm-hmm. Um, essential oils really can be um, a very effective way of, you know, reducing stress and also, you know, you could use lavender to reduce the stress or you could use like a citrus to give yourself a little boost of energy. Yeah, lavender. I actually just ran out and I need to order more, but lavender and frankincense and yeah. um, I can't remember um, all the other ones that we had um, at the time of diagnosis, but it really did make a difference and it just added like a homey feel to the hospital Mm -hmm. when we were there for 13 days. Um, and again, like these self-care tips are just suggestions. They don't have to be something that is, you know, really expensive. Um, but this is just something that you can put in your toolkit and know that when you do have a free minute, there are some things that you can do to really make sure that you're taking time to take care of yourself um, in the midst of everything else that's going on. Um, so, Danielle, can we talk a little bit about um, self-care tips that people can do when they're at home? Yeah, so making sure that you have a good um, skincare regimen that's um, – you know, great for your skin and what you are um, looking to get out of it, Um, whether it be anti-aging or, you know, dealing with acne, um, really going to a professional and um, having them analyze your skin and kind of create a plan is going to be your best bet. Um, You know, getting semi-regular facials is really going to make a huge difference, not only in your skin, but again, it's a really great stress reducer. Um, it's, it's important to take care of yourself even through times that are difficult um, because when you're not taking care of yourself, how are you supposed to take care of everyone else? Yeah, We're the first people to give everything, but um, once your reserves are depleted, there's, there's nothing left to give. So, Yeah, and it's so funny because when you did offer me the facial, I, I felt really weird because I, again, didn't even want to be kind to myself. So I think I want to be mindful that, again, when people are coming out of the brain fog diagnosis and just be kind to yourself, allow yourself that time to process things. And, um, you know, when I went to go see Danielle, I mean, Danielle, your heart was so open and ready to receive what I was talking about, which I'm sure seemed like Greek to you because I just had to get it out as you were providing me the facial. It was a little therapy session. And, you know, I want to thank you so much for that because um, not everyone is lucky enough to have someone that is full body and mind ready to service someone that is going through something so hard. So that is 100% the biggest passion that I have. Thank you because it really did make a difference. And, um, you, that little 
day, I remember it so clearly, it was rainy and it was gross and it was like pouring buckets. And I was like, I'm leaving. I'm going to get a facial with Danielle. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. And it really kind of helped me to start being kind to myself. So thank you so much, Danielle. Yeah, I think it's hard because, you know, as moms, you kind of think, you know, you, you want to protect your child from everything, but this is one of the things in life that you have no control over. You just have to move through it. And like Danielle said, you just have to take care of yourself first when you're ready and when you're able, and then slowly be able to make that part of your routine and not feel guilty about that. Yeah. Because it is an investment. A skincare routine is an investment, but it's one that, again, you're starting from the inside and it's radiating out of you. Right. Um, and even with that, too, you know, a lot of people, they when they have skin conditions, their self confidence goes down. And going through something as a diagnosis that's so traumatic you know, you kind of have to be on your A-game all the time. And when you're really down and you don't have the self-confidence, you can't advocate for your child. So it goes deeper than just spending $100 on a facial. It's really an investment into how you're caring for yourself so you can care for your family and care for your child. You know, finances are really tight. And you kind of have to allocate and figure out, okay, what is something that I want to invest in and does it make sense for my family? And it's going to be different for every family. Um, So I really appreciate, Danielle, the the ways that you were able to provide us, you know, some things that you can do, essentially like free things that you can do to... um, just make sure that you're taking care of yourself and they're not really expensive because you can go on the other end. You can go, like you said, you can go and get a facial and get um, some of the other services, but is it really helping with the main root, the cause of the problem? Absolutely. Um, and one of the questions that I'm always so curious to ask people that come on the podcast is, and you had kind of touched upon it, um, what motivates you to do the work that you do? I think it's really just having a passion for it and also um, wanting to grow in it. You know, it's a constantly evolving um, topic. And so I feel like there's always something to learn. Um, there's always more people to reach and, um, when you love what you do, it's pretty easy to, to want to keep going. Yeah, that's, it's so true because as soon as you gave me the facial, I, I remember I stepped out of the room and I was like, okay, I'm booking another appointment with you like right now, because if I don't, it won't be a priority. Um, and it's so funny because again, you know, just allocating the resources and the time and the finances to something like this has really been able to boost my self-confidence and 
just learning. Like you said, Danielle, I, again, I, I don't know that much about skincare. I don't know that much about makeup. Um, I'm a chapstick kind of girl and throwing a little bit of mascara, mm-hmm. but learning something new is really encouraging when you feel like you're living in a bubble and yeah. it's, yeah. So I, I want to thank you, Danielle, so much for shedding light on how stress can affect our skin and why when you're ready um, to take care of you and your skincare regimen um, so that you can be at the best that you need to be uh, to care for your child. I don't know if there was anything else, Danielle, that you wanted to share with our audience that um, you think might be helpful. I think that everyone just needs to remember that they're doing the best job that they can um, and to really just, you know, appreciate yourself and everything that you are doing for your children. Um, you know, my heart is with you guys really. Um, but just remember to take the time for you because by taking the time for you, you are really able to provide more for them. That's so true, Danielle. And I really appreciate, you know, just you saying that because, um, you know, you never know what people are going through and just having you extend your heart to me in that moment that I really needed you was wonderful because you helped me turn a page. And I don't know if I could have really turned that page as quickly if I didn't bump into you and be able to have that time to just kind of go through all the emotions and allow that hot steam on my face and let everything go. Um, so, I'm so I, I happy really that appreciate I was able that. to do that for you. And also to educate me on some of the products, um, can you just talk a little bit, you know, this is not an ad or anything, but just talk a little bit about some of the products if anybody's listening and they're wondering what type of products you use in your business, um, what products would you recommend? Um, the skincare line that I use in retail is called Glow Therapeutics. They're based out of Denver, um, Colorado, and they are really amazing. So if you ever um, want to come check out any of the products, you absolutely can. Um, if you're not local, absolutely find um, a retailer close by because um, you will not be disappointed. It's a fantastic skincare line. So it's G L O Glow? Yep. Okay. Glow Skin Therapeutics. Okay. And I got the pumpkin scrub and I just ran out of it. I told Danielle I have to reorder it. But every time that I use it um, before bed, it really is a mini facial. It's so good and it smells amazing. Um, So I can't wait to get more. So thank you for introducing me to that amazing product because I'm absolutely hooked on it. I love it. Um, And then the other product is this amazing spray. It's like a hydration spray um, that Danielle used on me during the facial. And I said, wait a minute, what the heck is this thing? Because it's just, it's basically water. I don't know what's in it, but... It's a toner. Okay, it's it's a a all right, but it's amazing, and as soon as I wake up in the morning, I spray it on my face, and it just helps me get ready for the day. Um, 
So that's another product that I've been using that Danielle taught me how to use, and I really, really love it. Um, and so, yeah, like Danielle said, check out the website. And Danielle, if they, if anybody's listening and they have questions about skincare, how can they get in touch with you? Absolutely. Um, you could email me. Um, my business email is Naker Beauty Co. N A C R E beauty co at gmail.com or you could find me on instagram um my instagram is naker beauty co um or even on facebook okay awesome and i'll put all those links in the um podcast show notes so that people can link right to it um and danielle i want to thank you so much for your time and you know, being able to talk about skin and talking with us about some easy things that we can do when we're staying in the hospital or we're at home or we're visiting, you know, a friend somewhere. Um, Because again, just having these things in our toolkits and just knowing that these are quick little tips that we can do to remember to take care of ourselves and also our husbands or our spouses um, because they're the guys are just as important um, as the women to be able to dedicate time to taking care of yourself. Um, so I don't know if there's any men that are listening, but I think that's a topic. That's like a whole nother topic, Danielle, <laughs> about the guys <laughs> because, yeah, because they have so many needs too. And I think it really does get overlooked, um, where skincare is, you know, kind of seen as like a women, um, investment, but the, let's face it, the guys love pampering, right? <laughs> Everybody needs it. We all do. Um, so Danielle, thank you so much for your time and just knowledge about talking about skincare and how our bodies respond to stress levels and how we can kind of help heal our bodies from the inside out. So I really, really appreciate it, Danielle. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you gained something from this episode. If you did, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or tag All Mama Care in your social media. You can leave a question or a review, whether it's something you want to ask Danielle directly or you just want to share it with the community. Next week, I sit down with my husband, Ryan. We have a very candid conversation about his emotions when he received our son's diagnosis. We talk about how he's been handling going back to work, and he shares with us some things that have been helping him through this hard season in our life.